bestie. Hey guys, got two bestie homeschooling mamas coming at you. I am Gail. And I'm Christina. Welcome tonight, guys. We are super excited as this is our last episode. Crazy. For 2023. Crazy. How are we here? I don't even know. Sitting here with the Christmas tree on, all the things. It's been a crazy season and it is the last episode of 2023. Yep. Wow. Yep. Here Craziness. we are. The episode is called Resolution Revolution, Crushing Your 2024 Goals. And Christina is going to take us off. Okay. Well, we are going to start off by talking about reflecting on 2023. Before we charge into the new year, let's take a moment to do that reflection. What were your wins? What did you learn? Reflecting on the past can provide valuable insight into what worked and what didn't. Remember that every setback is a setup for a comeback. Hmm. I love that. I'm going to say that again, just because it's so good. Remember that every setback is a setup for a comeback. I think people forget that you fail seven times before you succeed. I I forget that. Yeah. Because we don't like to fail. Don't like to fail. But it, it happens. It happens a lot. Yeah. We're human. So we're supposed to fail. Like yeah. that's the point. And we learn from it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're supposed to learn from it. That is the hope that we're supposed to learn from it. But yeah, I remember learning that in church when that you fail seven times before you succeed most often. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, I think I failed about 12. So where's my win? (laughs) I hear you. Well, and sometimes I can relate to that. I feel like I'm failing sometimes, not at just one thing, but at everything. Right. I mean, when we are moms and we are homeschoolers and we are wives wives, Mm -hmm. and it's like we have a day like I had today where (laughs) it's I can't win. I'm failing at everything that I'm trying to do. Right. And but that is overwhelming. Reflecting on the entire year, you exactly. see it as a whole. Yep. And you're like, this hey, year went well. I didn't fail. Right. I'm not a horrible mom or right. a horrible wife right. or horrible homeschooler. Right. So, yes, reflect on the things that worked well and the things that didn't. Because when you do that reflection, you can change the things that didn't go well. Right. And keep the things that did right. going strong. I have a friend of mine who does this thing where her family reads. So they have like a blessing jar Mm -hmm. in their house. And every time they feel like there's a blessing in their life, they have two teenagers and the mom and dad. Every time they have a blessing in their life, they they write it down on a little piece of paper and put it in what it it looks like a cookie jar. But I believe her and her husband painted it at like one of those as you wish places places, Mm -hmm. is what it looks like. And it's called their blessing jar i believe anyway she posted on social media this last week over thanksgiving basically and that they read them all as a family on thanksgiving oh like to see their blessings through the year that's awesome i was like i might just steal that because how rad is that his like to be able to reflect on your year mm-hmm. as a family over Thanksgiving when you're mm-hmm. most yeah you know feeling grateful and thankful for your life most of the time if you didn't have yeah wackadoos in your house uh-huh. but, <laughs> you know Thanksgiving and holidays are hard we've talked about this already in the in the Thanksgiving episode 
but listen to her. <laughs> yeah. they, they're hard because families are difficult, especially if you have left and cleaved to your wife or your husband and those families are not accepting of that situation. You know, that could be very difficult. So, but I thought that this idea was really neat because as a family, you might not remember what you wrote down in January, February, or March and be able to sit down or you don't even know what your kids wrote down. That's the part. I think I'd be bawling. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't know what your kids wrote down. You wouldn't know what your husband wrote down for the year yeah. because you don't look at the jar throughout the this year. This is like taking my prayer journal to the next level. It really is. But I mean, your prayer journal is like a conversation. It is. Right. And this is a way for your whole family yeah. to sit down and say, this is how God blessed us this it. year. I love it. I think I might steal it. Yeah. And I hope that my friend's okay that I shared this. <laughs> I mean, she posted it on social media. So I'm sure, you know, that she was sharing it with all the people. But learning a lot of things from her and what her and her family do to kind of incorporate more family time awesome. and God's blessings into their life. Mm-hmm. And I don't do enough of that with my kids. And so I think I might try that in 2024 like and see it. how it goes. But I thought that was a really cool way to reflect on your year. Mm-hmm. I like because it. a lot of us don't remember what happened in January, February, March, April, no. May, June, July, yesterday. I don't remember what underwear I wore yesterday. So I'm not going to remember. Right. So yeah. I think that would be I really cool. I love it. And yeah. like you said, it's hearing the things that your kids and your husband are thankful for. Right. Wow. Right. That's awesome. Right. They just have little like sticky notes yeah. or pieces of paper next to their little mm-hmm. cookie jar. And I'm like, I'm totally, I'm totally stealing this. Love it. Yeah. So that'd be a really cool way to reflect on your year, unless you're really good about taking minutes through your <laughs> year. <laughs> right. <laughs> just like look back through your camera roll. On That's your phone. a good one, too. It's, I mean, if you're not like a sit mm-hmm. down and I mean, and these don't have to be long blessings, no. like, you know, long writings or whatever. But the camera roll would definitely tell you for sure what would be the blessings of the year, too, because you'll see all the things you did and things you yeah. actually. I'm really bad about taking pictures. I didn't take one picture on Thanksgiving. Mm. Not one. I take too many pictures. Uh, not always, though. Not in those moments. I didn't yeah. take very, yeah. Mm-hmm. We try and stay really like focused on, yeah. but that, the problem is yeah. though, is that then you don't have any memories from those situations. Well, you have the so, memories, but you don't have the. Yeah, you don't have the. Yeah. Reminder. I hear you. I think that that's some really cool options for reflecting. Yeah, I like it. And I think I'm going to steal some. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. The next one we wanted to talk about was setting smart goals. And I think this would be like, you can set these goals as a mom as a homeschooler, as a wife, or for you personally, like what you want to see in your personal growth through the year. SMART goals, if you've never heard of them before, they are kind of a, I don't know, it's it's a measurable way to write down your goals, mm-hmm. I guess, would be mm-hmm. the way to talk about it. So if you're, it's not just about dreaming big, it's about setting the SMART goals, which are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. So it's taking those big giant goals that you have, which I would love for Christina and I to sit down and do this for 2024, yes. which I think would be rad for our podcast and where we want this to go and, you know, our speaking stuff. But breaking down those big goals, because I know what I want this split to look like in five years, but what do I want it to look like just in 2024? Because you can't make those big jumps. You have right. to have right. those measurable goals. Right. You that- need to have the smaller, actionable mm-hmm. steps. Right. And I think so much of us, so many of us want to see the big change, 
but we're not taking the small steps. That's why so many people give up on things so quickly because they're not having that instant gratification of getting to that end goal really kind of where we're at with this episode. It's like, we don't want to make New Year's resolutions because those New Year's resolutions fizz out in three to five weeks. We want you guys to have long lasting, Mm -hmm. actionable steps to make a difference in your 2024. Yeah. This SMART goals form, I'm going to create one for our community and I'm going to post it up in our socials this week after this episode is downloaded. And that way you guys will have that SMART goal sheet to sit down with and say, how can I measure out what my year is going to look like? Mm -hmm. So where can we post our SMART goals form that I'm going to create? Where would you post that for the year? You could post it on your vision board. That's what we're going to talk about next. Okay. I love vision boards. Mm -hmm. I love them. Okay. So visualization is a powerful tool, right? Consider creating a vision board that represents your goals. It can serve as a daily reminder of what you're working towards. Include images, quotes, and anything else that resonates with you and your aspirations. Visualization can help keep you focused and motivated. This is where I would recommend that you also choose a word of the year. Mm -hmm. Post that on your board. Post it on your board, Mm -hmm. put it dead center, nice big letters. What, What is one key word that you want to focus on this year? And it just kind of helps focus your thoughts of these goals that you're yeah. you're trying to set, right? So words that I've used in the past are focus. Mm-hmm. One year I needed to focus on things. Mm-hmm. So fo- I, that was my word that I used the whole year. One time it was fierce. I needed to be more fierce in the things that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Which she has totally become more fierce, y'all. I, yeah. She really has. It's yeah. pretty rad to watch. Yeah. So words like that. I, I've seen people do words like um, faith, mm-hmm. faithful. They mm-hmm. want to be more faithful. A couple years ago, I was, <laughs> I feel like I'm always on a, on a health journey, but there was a year that I wrote, my word was stronger stronger yeah and i always heard britney spears song in my head (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) but it was like i really wanted to get my health under control i wanted to be stronger in my bible reading i wanted to be stronger in my relationship with my husband i wanted to be stronger in my relationship with my kids and so that was the word that i used yes now i probably grew in some of those places but not all of them. Sure. But I think that's the thing with the vision board is it yes. carries over. Yes. You make a new one and each it's, year. And it's so- not, when you pick your word mm-hmm. or you create your vision board, you're not just picking a word at random out of right. nowhere, right? Like I prayerfully yeah, sit prayerfully down and this. I, okay, God, what do I need to work on? Mm-hmm. What what do my kids need from me? What does my husband need from me? Well, sometimes that's lacking? dangerous. Yeah, it, it can be. It can <laughs> because be. when you prayerfully ask God what you need to change, sometimes we hear things we don't want to hear, right. and I think you need to be prepared for that. Absolutely, absolutely. Because it's but, so His will and His time, and, and that's the key. If you are choosing, even if it's hard, if you're choosing what He is asking of you, yeah. the blessings at the end are going to be so much greater than you ever imagined. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So prayerfully pick your word and sit down and and make a poster 
you can even sit down with your friends. I've done it where a group of ladies mm-hmm. got together and yeah. we cut out magazines, words and letters you and could pictures. Do it as a family. You could do it as a family. Do a vision board for your family. Absolutely. I would suggest you have one for you personally sure. as, as a mom in general, sure. as a person, as a, as a woman. But this is a really great one for your family have to your do together. Kids make one for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Your older kids. Yeah. The older uh, kids, I think they for could sure. Absolutely do this. So, Use it as a time to focus on on things that you want to achieve, where you want to go, and then put it somewhere that you're going to see it every day. Every and day. it's going to remind you of where you want to go. Mm-hmm. And when you get to this time next year and you look back, you're going to be like, wow. I wow. like to sometimes circle the ones that came to fruition. Yeah. <laughs> you know, through God's timing and, yeah. and his will. I like to circle like... You know, if we have to go on a trip, because traveling is almost always on there because I love to travel, but we yeah. just don't do it that often. Yeah. yeah. And so if we got to go on a trip or something, I'm like, oh, right. we did that this year. Right. <laughs> you know. So some of the things that I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. travel can be on there. Mm-hmm. Finances, mm-hmm. maybe getting out of debt or paying off certain things or can be on there. Learning how to budget. Learning how to budget. Things like health, maybe I need to get my blood pressure under control right. more or want to lose a little lose bit that of weight. 20 or 50 yeah. or 100 pounds or yep. whatever it is for you. Yep. Or spiritually, I want to be more consistent with my Bible reading or I want to do a new study on a book that I haven't studied in depth before. Right. You know, so all the things can can be on the board. The things that you feel as you're praying, pressing on you. Right. To, to put on here. And it really is just, it can be a really great way to... It can be a really good tool. Yes. To keep yourself accountable through yes. the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Okay. That's a super good one. I love vision boards. It's, it's my favorite. I think favorite. I've made two or three in the last couple of years. Yeah. It's my favorite. I love <laughs> it. The last three or four years. Okay. So the next thing we want to talk about is overcoming obstacles. Mm. Challenges are inevitable, guys. But they don't have to derail your progress. This one's so hard. Right? I hate obstacles I and challenges so and drama and yeah, uh, yeah. We're reading through the book of Job right now, my uh, husband and I, and I'm just like, Ugh. okay, I'm not living a Job life though, so I need to just pull it back. <laughs> it sometimes it's it's. It feels sometimes it does feel that way for sure. It does, and then you're like, okay, you're like okay, Lord and Satan, are y'all playing games with me right now? Because I saw you do it with Job. Like, <laughs> what's happening? That's right, we <laughs> talked about that. <laughs> but yeah. just the same, you know, identify those potential obstacles, mm-hmm. come up with strategies to overcome them. Whether it's time management, self doubt, external factors that you maybe can't control. Mm-hmm. That come in, but if they're external, you can decide and create boundaries on how they do or don't come into your life. Having boundaries. a plan, <laughs> having a plan in place will make you more resilient yes. in the face of adversity. And that's kind of like how I feel about Murphy's law. Mm. You know, if you're if you have an umbrella in your car all the time, you're always prepared for the rain, and then it never comes. Uh-huh. The minute you take it out. The minute you take it out, it rains. It's just, I think it's so amazing that, I mean, the Lord really does teach us 
We can come overcome any obstacles because he says we can, mm-hmm. right? And I think for homeschoolers, a lot of our obstacles are around kids. They are. And, and, and maybe even if you're not a homeschooler. Yeah. They, I mean, even, just kids are hard in kids general. Kids are hard. Mm-hmm. I think as homeschoolers, a lot of our obstacles come with scheduling for our children and all their activities and the schedule for the family. And then, of course, that brings in time management issues. Mm-hmm. Oh, Landon and I were reading a book. I'm, I'm sure you guys have all heard of it. But if not, check it out. It's Atomic Habits. Oh, yes. I love Atomic Habits mm-hmm. because it talks about um, taking little steps, little steps to make huge mm-hmm. change. Mm-hmm. And like, I really want to wake up earlier in my life because as a homeschooler, I don't have to be up before eight or nine, <laughs> typically. Um, my husband works second shift, so no one in my house really gets up super early. I My brain can't even, as if my kids didn't get up early enough, now we have a puppy that gets up even <laughs> earlier. He sure is cute, yeah, though. We, I mean, we, don't, we don't have that. And when our son wakes up, he gets himself dressed and he goes and hangs out in his little playroom. And even if he's up a half an hour before us, right, unless he needs something, he knows he can come into us. And if he needs something, he comes and grabs us. But typically, he will just get himself his water, take granola or something or yogurt and go sit and watch his Curious George show. So (laughs) he loves Curious George right now. He's obsessed. I think the thing about it, guys, is we cannot let the obstacles derail us. We can't let it change our mental status a lot. I mean, mental status for women changes every day based on where we are in our cycle. But having trust in God helps to not let those obstacles become overwhelming. But I think that's where having a plan in place will make you more resilient. Absolutely. So, I mean, if you sit down with those that smart paper we're going to give you, then you can also put on there, okay, if this obstacle comes my way, how might I deal with that? You kind of look when you reflect on 2023 while you're doing your smart form, reflect on the things that did come your way Mm -hmm. and where you failed at responding well to those obstacles and then make a plan because unlikely those are more more than likely going to come again Mm -hmm. in 2024 in some way, shape or form. But if you have a plan for it, you're more than likely to be way more successful. Mm -hmm. Um, whether it has to do with the schooling for the kids or the curriculum situation or, you know, all of their activities, you know, maybe you make a plan that we only do one activity per kid per semester or whatever you're going to do instead of running around with chicken cut off or your chicken running around like a chicken with your head cut off kind of thing. You know, I think that that's definitely important to realize that you do have a little bit of control, but overwhelmingness comes from you trying to hold the reins too tight, too. When I get overwhelmed, I tend to freeze. Like I get stuck where I'm so overwhelmed. I can't I can't do anything. And then nothing gets done and I'm not productive. And then I feel worse because I'm even more behind on all the things you've seen me. Mm -hmm. You've seen me do this. Mm -hmm. She likes to pace. When she feels this way too? Yeah, I do. She likes to pace when she does. And so if I see her, like I walk up to her house and she's pacing out front or in the backyard, I'm like, oh, Uh what are we doing today? Yep. (laughs) Yep. She knows me so well. So when you have that, 
when you have that plan in place to help with those Mm -hmm. overwhelming moments, Mm -hmm. it helps to not get to that frozen spot Mm -hmm. where you can't do anything. Can't process anything. Yeah. 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 Well, also too, it's regulation. Mm -hmm. You know, obstacles tend to dysregulate people. Mm -hmm. And I think we don't understand as human beings as much anymore is that dysregulation in our body affects our behavior and our emotions. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning so much about this with my son and just his sensory regulation. Mm -hmm. But I have found that me as a mom and as a, as a wife that I get sound overstimulated or touch overstimulated. Really for me, it's more sound because Corey's not a big touchy feely guy, Mm -hmm. but he wants to bounce a freaking ball all day long. (laughs) So sometimes when he, I wake up in the morning and that's the first sound I hear, oh, and I'm still freaking triggered. I'm like, I'm done. I'm over. You need to stop with the ball. So literally bouncing all day long. So today, ironically, my daughter and I both got triggered at the same time mm-hmm. because we were overstimulated with the event that we had just done. Mm-hmm. And because we were both triggered and I didn't realize it, mm-hmm. we like both lost our minds. Mm-hmm. At the same time. Right. On each other. But you're both in it so no one can regulate each other. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh, looking back, it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay, I see now what was happening. But in that moment, there was no And these are the obstacles, I think, that we need to process through, you know, because as our kids get older and as we understand them better, their behaviors Mm -hmm. better, we can hopefully see those triggers in them. Sure. And see them in ourself. Yep. And try and de-stress mm-hmm. or decompress. You need to decompress from the situation mm-hmm. and then process the situation. Right. And I think too many of us want to fix it right then and there. And I'm that person. That's me. I'm that person, guys. Yep. So there's no judgment here. But trying to fix it right then and there when you're not regulated will make the whole situation worse in well, the long run. And when I'm in a moment where... I'm upset about something and David's trying to fix it for me, but I just need to talk. Right. I get frustrated that he's trying to fix it. Right. So why do I try to do, I I do the same thing. We do the same thing. It's like this Mm -hmm. cycle of trying to fix. Having, I mean, we do this for our kids too. Oh yeah. You know, in, in therapies and stuff, they'll have like emotion wheels for them to point. I'm feeling this right now. We almost should have it in our own bedroom as a grown-up. When we need a, a grown-up timeout, we walk in there and say, I have this emotion and I can't express it. <laughs> That's what I'm doing wrong. I need more timeouts. Like, we need a calm corner for ourselves as grown-ups. Yes. It, because as grown-ups, well, especially as moms, we try and regulate everyone's emotions in the house. And that makes us dysregulated. Mm-hmm. And it's so difficult. We're going to talk about this in a minute. Um with self-care and stuff that's coming a little bit later but it's so important for us to have that Mm -hmm. yep yeah let's talk about that one right now self-care yeah okay i think we need to that needs to be the thing right now because it really does need to be a priority so prioritizing mom self-care yes don't forget about this it is so important take care of your physical and your mental well-being it's so essential for sustaining success 
Make time for Bible reading and studying, for activities that rejuvenate you, whether it's exercise or just simply spending time with loved ones. A healthy mind and body are the foundation for achieving your goals. We need to take that time away Mm -hmm. so that we can decompress, so that we can have the energy and the joy to keep going. And you can't pour from an empty cup, y'all. You can't pour from an empty cup. You can't, I can't be the best mom and wife and friend if I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. So I know for me, when I take time for me, when I go off and do something, I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, I could be doing, yes, I could be doing this or, oh, I'm missing out on it. Now, I'm not going to go do mom time during my kids. Something important. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go do it when it's something that, that I need to be there for. But they don't need me all the time. Right. So when I have those moments where I can go have coffee with a friend or I can go get a pedicure mm-hmm. or I can go sit at the library and read a book, whatever it is, whatever gives you that peace and quiet and calm, it's so important. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And I think moms are the worst at taking it. We are. Right? We are. But I mean, that's another way to prepare yourself for overcoming the obstacles yeah. is making sure you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I think that that just, again, does not happen enough. Mm-hmm. We are too busy taking care of the household to yep. process taking care of ourselves. Yep. And taking care of ourselves is that quiet time in the morning with your Bible. Absolutely. It is that Bible study. Yep. So when you feel guilty for taking time, like an hour or two out of your, like there's this Bible, virtual Bible study every Thursday that I keep meaning to get to, but it's like right before dinner, it's right in the middle of the day. And I'm like, I can't step away at that point, mm-hmm. but I probably could. And I yeah. probably should, mm-hmm. you but know, so not making it a priority. Right. Right. So doing the self-care as so, self-care is kind of so Gen Z and that's <sighs> not the way we mean for it to sound. Yeah. It, it's, really just you taking care of your mental state, your spiritual state, your body, so that you can continue to pour your cup into your other family and your friends. Can we talk about that mental state for a minute too? Because I I feel like a lot of us struggle with that. Mm -hmm. And it's something that people don't want to talk about and people don't want to ask for help. And if we don't as moms, as wives, if we don't deal with those traumas that we have from our past, oh, whether man. whether it's, you know, the way we grew up, all, there's so many issues <laughs> that right. could come up. If we don't deal with those, we can't break those chains and right. we are going to pass those those traumas. Even, even if our kids don't know the details of the trauma, right. we are going to pass those things on to our kids. Right. Because our behaviors will create that. Exactly. And I, I, that, I have plenty legacy. of things that I am still working through. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's as long as we are working through them right. and not staying Spending in that in them. stuck mm-hmm. spot that I talked about before, because I have been there mm-hmm. plenty of times. But I have those phone calls with you. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Many a times. Take that time to work through those things because... If you're not dealing with it, if you're not processing it, if you're not breaking those chains, your kids are are being affected by it. Right. 
And what a better way to start the year. Yeah, absolutely. Processing through some some crap so that you can have a better year. Yeah. Have those blessings and be able to see them, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of the woe is me. Mm -hmm. And to have your kids see that you're able to and willing to work through the hard stuff. Right. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) So with that, we're going to bounce into accountability partners. Mm -hmm. Because I think accountability partners are huge also in self-care. Because like you said, sometimes you just need that minute to, or those couple minutes to go have coffee with a friend Mm -hmm. with the best day. You need the best day. So having someone to hold you accountable can make a significant difference. Absolutely. Sharing your goals with them like a bestie or a family member like the hubs. I honestly, you should be sharing this with two to three very close wisdom speaking people in your life. Mm -hmm. That's key. That's important. Right. Somebody who will speak truth and love to you. Right. Is a, is a safe person to share this with. Right. Yeah. We don't have to be, you know, sharing our vision board and our dreams for the year and our obstacles and our smart goals and things like that with, with social media. Mm-hmm. That, that is for you between you and God for you guys to work on for the year. Mm-hmm. But having an accountability partner as a mom, as a wife, as a homeschooler, it changes <coughs> the progress that you have or that you can make because you have a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. You have someone cheering you on and can provide that extra motivation for you to stay on track mm-hmm. with your goals. Yep. This is this is your tribe. This is your people that you don't want to do life without. Right. Because they're always there for you and you're there for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's the people you really would rather have around your Thanksgiving table. This <laughs> this <laughs> These are the people that I am taking to a cabin next year. And we are doing Thanksgiving. Doing a Friendsgiving instead of a full on, (laughs) I have to do this because I'm related to you Thanksgiving. I'm just, my Thanksgiving was wonderful this year. It was very relaxing. I always have a great time with my family. But there are a lot of people out there that don't experience that. Absolutely. And so for those of you that don't experience that, holidays are hard and I know it. I'm so sorry if this has been a rough holiday season for you and you're just like, I don't know how to do it the next year. It's going to be okay. 2024 is a whole new season. Whole new season, guys. And it is okay to go to a cabin next year for (laughs) the holidays, which is something I might not have said previously. (laughs) It It is what it is. It is. Absolutely. All right. I think we have one more, We right? do. We have one more. Oh, and this is a good one to end on. It is. Yes. yes. Okay. So embracing growth this coming year as a homeschooler, a mom, and a wife. Mm-hmm. Growth is crucial for personal development. See challenges as opportunities to learn and grow. Don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. I know it's hard. Mm-hmm. But don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. I've watched you do it a lot in the last three years. It, like a ton. It is not easy, it's but not. it, so much growth. So much growth. So much growth. <laughs> yeah. Embrace your failures as a part of the journey. Mm-hmm. We all fail. It's okay. We learn from our failures. Remember, it is not about perfection. It's about progress. You got all the good ones, the good sayings (laughs) in this one. You wrote the notes. (laughs) The way we broke it up, though, should that really good one in the beginning that Uh she had, you know, with the whole 
remember every setback is a setup for a comeback. Yeah, I love that one. Right? And then she gets this real good one that, remember, it's not about perfection. It's about progress. Yes. And it's so, so true. It's so true. And in all of those areas, yeah. moms, wife, homeschoolers, this is this is what we're here for. Y'all just, <laughs> this is what we're here for. Right. So. Yeah. We're, that, we're here to help you grow. Yeah. Hoping that this is a positive or this podcast can be like a helpful thing in your growth for 2024. Is, I know it's helping me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it in general. It's it brought a lot of things up in me that I didn't think about before. Mm-hmm. And now my brain is, you know, going in overdrive, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay. So those were all the main key points. Those are amazing key points. I thought those were good. I thought those were great ones that we were able to pull out for 2023 for you to review and some really good suggestions for 2024. Mm-hmm. And now I have a challenge for you guys. Yeah, I love challenges. In the beginning of 2024, January, all of January, it's called the No Spin January Challenge. I've heard of this challenge before. Yeah. So, you know, I'm hoping that if you did Christmas smartly... <laughs> I'm going to say smartly. I don't really know if that's the right word or not. (laughs) If you budgeted, let's do that word, Mm -hmm. for Christmas this year, my husband and I do that. So it's usually not a big deal. We don't put anything on a credit card for Christmas. Then hopefully this challenge will be fairly simple. But for those of us that did put Christmas on a credit card and we need to pay that credit card bill off or we spent more than we had initially planned, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things. No spend January challenge is amazing because you are dedicating yourself Mm -hmm. and your family Mm -hmm. to not spending any additional money in the month besides your bills. Mm -hmm. Like the things that you're automatically taking out of your bank account because they're bills. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But this challenge is for you to not eat out, Mm -hmm. not to go to the grocery store and buy the extras, Mm -hmm. you know, unless it's your grocery Mm -hmm. budget that you feed no coffee kids at the coffee shop yep no coffee at the coffee shop no movies no mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's an it's a no spend january challenge and that's really to kind of boost your budget for the year or to help you pay off christmas mm-hmm. sooner than letting that interest on your credit card build up yep. for the next two years and Absolutely. paying 14 to 29 percent more than you did initially we're here to help y'all. <laughs> and I love budgets. <laughs> so we'll be talking about budgets in a couple of weeks, actually. Mm-hmm. As we wrap up this episode and all these amazing points that we were trying to encourage and, and help you through, remember that the journey of achieving your goals is just as important as the destination. Staying focused, staying positive, and believing God's plan for your life and praying into that plan mm-hmm. opposed to you making a plan and telling God that this is what you would like to see. I think praying into God's plan for your life in 2024 is going to be your best bet. Mm-hmm. And it's also going to give you your best year yet. Absolutely. I think that those are the things that I think like as a whole, we tie this in a little bow and that's what I would say. You need all of these things we've talked about. You really just need to pray into mm-hmm. God's plan for this year. Yep. Start the year with prayer. I love it. Anything else, friend? Did I miss anything? 
Uh, here's to 2024. Right. We are going to have a January, no spin January challenge form again, also up for you on the mm-hmm. socials for you guys to pull up. And we'll have that smart goals form for you guys mm-hmm. to pull up and print out and make all your goals. And maybe we'll even, uh, maybe Chris and I will work on some vision boards yes. before this episode comes out. Yes. And we'll post pictures. Yeah. You guys we'll post can pictures. post pictures mm-hmm. of them. We'd love to see your vision yes. boards once you're done with them. So we just want to encourage you guys to really sit down and take some time and do these things. Yeah. Okay, well, if you guys found value in today's episode, if you want to share all this amazing information we just went over, make sure to share the episode on your socials or text it to somebody. We're on all of the podcast platforms. And we just really want to make sure this information gets out there and that you're able to share with all the people that you love. We thought today was a really great episode. So let's make sure to share it. Um, like, leave a review. It helps us get our podcast out to other people so that we can uh, share what we feel God is calling us to do with the world. All right. Well, we're going to pray us out. Absolutely. Go for it. Lord Jesus, we come to you tonight and we are so excited for your plan for us in 2024. We are grateful for the blessings, the challenges, and the journey we took on 2023. And we ask that you bring your plan to us. And we ask that you bring such amazing blessings and our journey, everything that you have planned for us in our life in 2024, that we are actively listening to your voice and to your call and that we follow that and we're obedient. And Lord, we just ask that anyone that is struggling through the holiday season, that you just wrap them in your hands with peace. And we just really want everyone in our community to feel your presence. We thank you for all of your blessings in our lives. Your holy and awesome name. Amen. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye. Hey, bestie.